Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us than any other place on the planet. And a special thank you for those who are the inner circle, the ones who try to make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed hour. And for those of you who are my inner circle, I love you and thank you so much. The meeting of the inner circle is always intended to provide us with some time to get real about what's real. It's time for us to get beyond all of the barriers of sex, class, religion, nation, gender, the news, the blues, and all of the other things that may have us distracted and put us in a place in a space where we're not really exerting our gratitude and thanksgiving. We're not counting our blessings per se. We are allowing other ones and a lot of the other things to rain on our parade and put us in a place and space where we are disappointed, disenchanted discouraged, feeling less than. And my intention is to make sure that we are always poised in the reality of knowing that we dwell in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, that we are animated with each and every breath and every beat of our hearts, that there is nothing that can be added to us that is greater than us. And that for this now moment in which we're living, our mindfulness, our thoughtfulness, our consideration, our conscientiousness should be in the absolute reality. That we're absolutely blessed with each and every breath and every beat of our heart. And as we care to really exalt a full effort in our breathing, in our blessedness, in our coming to a point and place where we realize that we were not born and we did not come to this world to just be in disdain and pain and suffering and violation and subjugation and domination and oppression and genocide. And because we see the evidence of it, as a result of ones and ones feeling entitled to dominate and control, to usurp. We have the opportunity to break the spells of oppression upon us. To come to a point and place where we are realizing how all of this has been going on. And that we no longer have to participate with it. That participation... In our liberation is not just an option, it's necessary. And to come to a point and place where we are all right with being all right, we're all right with being completely cleared of our transgressions and the memory of our transgressions and our adulterations and all of those things that bring shame and blame and guilt and all of that to us. To realize that that was the intention of being socialized on the path of adulteration so that we are experiencing things that weigh heavily upon us, that put us in a place and space where we 
feel the taint, the taintedness of sinfulness. But even though those experiences happened and we may have participated or we may have been violated or whatever, we are not our past, nor are we our experience. We are literally these points of presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And that that is the truth of us, that was always the truth of us, that will always be the truth of us. The issue is, do we care to walk in the integrity of the truth of ourselves? Beyond our circumstances and conditions, beyond our socioeconomics, beyond our education, our miseducation, beyond our historical accounts of what we have been told have happened to us. And beyond all of the games, all of the distractions. Do we care to walk in the integrity of our own authenticity as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, which means that every atom and every cell of our being, when it is well oxygenated, hydrated, mineralized, our systems are alkalized, and we are opening up all channels of elimination so that we are not holding on to waste, then we have the opportunity to really develop and create and cultivate the quality of thought and mindfulness and consciousness that is consistent with who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme presence. We have to get beyond our divisiveness as a humanity of people, and even humankind, those who are kind of human. We're in a now moment that requires us to really exalt a full effort in regaining and reclaiming and realigning and reconciling our lives with life itself and the administering intelligences and the forces of life itself. Because that's what we should have been supported and cultivated in doing, but no, we had to come under the auspices of those who would care to initiate a death culture, to think that there's some prosperity that can be generated as a result of anesthetizing, inebriating, intoxicating, stupefying, and reducing those who were from the eternal into those who were fit to be in graves. Our now moment is now. And to be able to respond correctly and directly to this now moment gives us the wisdom because we are under the auspices of law. Law that is an inherent part of existence itself. Not the games of agreement and the statutes and the things that men have created. But the reality that there is absolute law that governs our being and that the fulfillment of the law is absolute love. And to come into love means that we are able to wrap our heads around the reality that every eye that sees, sees as the eye of God. That every heart that beats and everyone that breathes and has breath has the right to its life. 
and as intelligences of existence will exalt a full effort in its living, do nothing to undermine itself, know its food, excrete its waste, know its kind, and care to perpetuate itself, and then be able to respond correctly and directly when it senses that its life is being threatened. And the only reason that the people are not doing that is because the behavior has been modified through all of the chemicals, the nitrates, and nitrites, the BHA, the BHT, the uh, potassium metasulfites and all of the other preservatives, uh, synthetics and whatnot, the uh, shelf stabilizers and the foods and whatnot that are literally concentrating, saturating, and contraindicating in the cells of us, the tissues of us. And so I'm the one who is reminding us that we are all these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence. And that intelligence has not gifted us so much of itself to dumb itself down, to anesthetize it, inebriate it, intoxicate it, stupefy it. You understand? So to do that and to put all of these products on the market and then program us to caring to be in a place and space where we want to be inebriated and intoxicated. We want to be high off something somewhere all the time. We are not consciously caring to be in our sobriety, to be rightly aligned with the gift of life and the oxygenation, the hydration, the mineralization. We would prefer to eat that which has no substance, that has no minerals, has nothing that the body needs. We would prefer to fill up on it than to be fully alivened and enlivened with the elements of life. Thereby creating sickness, illness, and disease, despair, depression, oppression, suppression, inhibition, trepidation, negativity, fear. But that's, it's not ours to embrace. What is ours to embrace is the divinity of our living. That all of life itself is absolutely divine. We are immersed in the realm of eternity already. It is not something that's coming. It is the factuality and the actuality of what is. And if we lift our eyes up, if we keep our heads to the skies, if we would have a greater understanding and an understanding as to the divinity of existence and the miraculousness, the phenomenalness of being itself in that we are on a planet, have come to a planet that has everything that we need to live decades over centuries, consistently regenerating, rejuvenating, having the opportunity to truly mature as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence. We've come to the earth through the wounds of our mothers, sparked by the divine sacred fluid from our fathers. And our purpose in being on the planet is to self-actualize, self-realize, to be harmonized within the will of existence, the laws of existence, the intelligence of existence, so that we have the opportunity to truly create heaven on earth as the earth is already in heaven. To take responsibility for being the light bearers 
for being able to transcend, transform, and transmute everything towards our greater good so that we are truly exalting a full effort in our living to live in the highest state and the high morality and high frequency and vibration of absolute light, love, wisdom, truth, peace, poise, power, and potency that allows us to walk as liberated beings. That there are no forces of oppression and suppression and depression that could have way in our lives, have power over us, authority over us. There are no ones who have no love, no light, no wisdom and truth, who have any power in our lives except we give it. And to be in a place where we are realizing the sacredness of life and the sacredness of our bodies and our beings and our minds and our spirits so that we are exercising a greater control as to who permeates and penetrates us. What permeates and penetrates us? What we allow to come into our frequency and vibration? What we entertain and who we entertain? And who we allow to permeate and penetrate every atom and every cell of our being? We're in a now moment that requires us to really go deeper and to retire, to walk in the estate of manhood, the progenitor of lineages, and womb manhood, the perpetuator of lineages. To understand that there can be no governments or educational institutions or religions or whatnot that can authorize us to function outside of the order of being who we are as the progenitor and the perpetuator of lineages of people. To come to a point and place where we are glib about our rights to anesthetize and inebriate and intoxicate ourselves and ourselves, that we have the right to undermine ourselves, not realizing the depth of detriment we become to our children and to our lineages as a result of abdicating our responsibility to be able to respond correctly and directly in each and now moment to a system of oppression, degradation, violation, subjugation under the auspices that it makes money. Our parents used to tell us when we were children, a hard head makes a soft behind. In this day, a hard head will get you dead. Now the issue is you don't know how long you will be dead in the realm of eternity. But being in a mindset where we would prefer to live in the obeyance and obedience to the laws that govern us, that we respect that we are these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence and the intelligence of existence dwells with us as us in these bodies which are our temples where we commune with that entity that we refer to as God. That these bodies are sacred places and we should keep them clean, that we should be cleansing and clearing them every day even more diligently than we sweep our houses and organize the places where our things are stored or our cars or any of the other places and spaces that we may find ourselves in. We dwell in our body temples. 
And to really come to that place and space where we are worshiping, reverencing, appreciating, appreciating, loving, expressing our gratitude, taking the time to get clear about what we truly care to experience and to get into the mindfulness of the experience of it and consciously being wise enough to be in a place where we want to be enhancing, enriching, facilitating, uplifting, motivating, inspiring. That we care. To be the hands of God, the hearts of God, have the mind of God to come to a point and place where there is nothing that we can do except be the vehicles and vessels of its love, its light, its wisdom, its truth. As our right response to being under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide, where those who should be the providers and the protectors have become the violators. Where governments of men feel entitled to assassinate and and annihilate and kill and bomb and rape and pillage. We are in a now moment that is calling us to rise completely up from the ditches and valleys of degradation, regardless of who has initiated this error in the way we have been in a progression of error for centuries. And now is our time to clear our way so that there is a direct line of light to our angels, our guides, our guardians, our ancients, and we are able to function under the auspices of our souls. For all of those that you listen to and for all of the places where you go to worship, you live in your body and what you do in your body is the evidence of your real care. How you care and how you love. How you be. And that's why the methodology of oppression has been to oppress us at our cellular functioning. To have us in a place where we are careless with ourselves and ourselves. To put us in a mindfulness of mindlessness, thoughtlessness, carelessness. Not caring to care and not caring to know. And we'll miss ourselves. To have lived 60, 70, 80 years feeding off the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, and all manners of artificially colored, artificially flavored, nutri-sweet, aspartame-laden, white sugar, white rice, white flour, white bread, all of this stuff puts us in a position where after a while the cells have been so oppressed. That ones and ones who follow that way can no longer breathe on their own. They have to have oxygen tanks and have to have all kinds of surgeries and procedures and all kinds of medications. And I'm saying that this is not the way of life. That is the way of death. And having lived decades on the path of death does not ensure a greater afterlife. 
or continuation in life within the spirit worlds. And because our destiny is literally off the planet and every one of us will someday at some point in time either have a tragic date with fate or have to leave these bodies. It's best to be in a place and space where you care to do everything you possibly can to not be trapped, to not succumb to all of the mucus and the phlegm and the toxins and the poisons and the parasites and the organisms and whatnot. You live in that body. Whatever else is in there with you may not have your best interests at heart. They are only seeking themselves and the perpetuation of themselves. These worms and maggots and parasites and whatnot laying thousands and thousands of eggs traveling through your system causing the rashes and the itching and all of this stuff so I'm just saying is that it is necessary for us to realize that our cellular liberation is the foundation of our emotional mental and spiritual physical financial liberation also we cannot support those entities and corporate deities of death and bring their products into our body and think that there is some real wealth and prosperity that we can have being a detriment to ourselves and ourselves. No matter how much fun it, one may think it is, the violations, the rape, the incest, the pedophilia and all of the things that happen under bloodstreams that boil hot with the rot of carcasses and alcohol and tobacco, things that are defiling. We have to realize that cleanliness is godliness, but the cleanliness is not just about your living room and your kitchen and your bathroom. It's about your body temple, your bloodstream, your lymphatic system, and the condition of your brain cells and your glandular cells and your skeletal and your gift that you were given, which is life itself, and the quality and the cleanliness of your blood, our liberation is predicated on the cleanliness of our blood, the capacity to think, to truly think, to create, and to outthink a system that has created multi-trillion dollar economy in sickness, illness, disease, death, and the management of it, as opposed to facilitating, cultivating, enhancing, enriching the genius, the ingenuity, the talents, the creativity, the sensibility, the high ethic and high morality of the people. To know that those who vie for selection and election to government should have wisdom enough to know how to restore and facilitate the restoration of the light of the people. To generate a real economy of real wealth and real substance in the minds and the lives and the hearts and the giving and the gifts of the people. 
But to be in a place where you would prefer to make the people careless and mindless and inebriated, intoxicated and whatnot, and then be violators. And then when they're in violation and can't control themselves, and you would prefer to pick them up off the streets and lock them up and then care for them or not care for them. Deny them that which they have rights to. And clean water and fresh air. Fresh fruit and vegetation. Oh, you'd rather lock them up and feed them more of the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and then allow them all manners of artificial this and artificial that, creating more disease. A system that is criminal. In the perpetuation of sickness, illness, disease, and death is a system that has already fallen. And our people who promote it are a people who are destined to die. We have the opportunity to flip this script. We have the opportunity to change our ways. We have the opportunity to commit every atom and every cell of our being to being completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, so that we can stand as a resurrected humanity everywhere that we are and everyone who is touched by us is influenced towards their greater good. There is no more rape. There is no more violation. There is no more pedophilia. There is no more of the wickedness. That scars the spirits of people for the rest of their lives. We're in a now moment where we are being called to rise, to cleanse, to be healed, to become whole. To break the yokes of oppression from around ourselves so that we are able to set a new precedent and paradigm at this threshold of the establishment of the eternal order. By harmonizing our lives, our love, our will, our intention with the order of the whole. The establishment of absolute law, absolute love. Absolute wisdom, absolute truth, so that we live in an absolute peace and poise, empowered in potency and creativity, faithfulness, creativity, 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 the creator's activity in our securing our destiny as conscious immortals. On behalf of the lineages that we represent. Those whose names we can call and those whose names we will never know. On behalf of all of the great ones who have gifted so much of themselves to us. Their ingenuity. Their creativity. Their realizations, revelations, epiphanies. Their intellectual property. We are the beneficiaries. Of the gifts of so many. So that we. Can be the gifts. For so many. You're in tuned. To the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama. Your voice of resurrection. And heraldess. Of the eternal. Mm-hmm.
Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are listening via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us than any other place on the planet. For those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am so grateful and so thankful for your consistency over time and pray that you are always receiving more inspiration, more motivation, more support in realizing how blessed you already are with each and every breath and every beat of your heart, that we each are sharing a now moment of eternity gifted by the intelligence of existence that blazes the sun, has the world spinning, is foundation causation, and the totality of all there is as existence itself. And in this now moment, it's time for us to realize the truth of our to get beyond all of the lines of demarcations, the separation, the things, the programs and whatnot based on race, religion, ethnicity, hue of people, your sexual preferences, your religions and all of that. Even now we're being divided based upon being human feeders and human eaters or useless eaters as someone would refer to us as. So we're now qualifying ourselves as vegetarian or vegans or raw foodists or pescatarians and all of that. And I'm saying it's all divisiveness. It's all divisiveness and there's no power in exalting any of it as your identity because when you put anything behind I am, you can misqualify it or disqualify it for it already has an inherent integrity as to who and what it actually is and that who that is the I am presence. We each have been gifted so much of it and it is beginningless, endless, infinite and eternal so that our absolute reality is that we are these points of it as immortals upon the planet who are already in the realm of eternity. We've come to the earth through the wombs of our mothers sparked by the divine sacred fluid from our fathers. We weren't born from the earth and we should not be buried within the earth and where our spirits are smothered within these bodies and these bodies are buried and rotting in the in the earth directly we're in a now moment where we have to realize that there is purpose in existence and none of those institutions that have taken responsibility to give us an orientation as to what life is gave us the proper orientation as to what the purpose in existence is and so I'm the one to remind us that we are here on behalf of the lineages that we represent, on behalf of that which beats our hearts and breathes us to give it full attention and authority in our lives. And it seems like that would be a no-brainer, but under the auspices of capitalism and Satanism and Luciferianism and divisiveness and all of those who would have us so distracted that every time we think food, we think them. Every time we think beverage, we think them. Every time we think, we're thinking because of what their jingles have been and what their opinions and theories have been to the degree to which we have been duped into thinking that we're supposed to be dying from something. And I'm saying we should not be dying at all. 
And so in and out moment where we realize how very serious this genocide actually is. And some of you are in the midst of it, complicit, complacent, and co-conspirating with it and still not acknowledging it. And so we're in a now moment that requires us to really take the blinders off and come to a point where you can look yourself in the eye and take responsibility for your hand in what it is you're creating as a reality. Now, when you take millions of people and billions of people who are disoriented and distracted and in a place and space where they are not fully participatory in their own exaltation, where they are not consciously caring to exalt a full effort in their living, where they are in a place and space where they are enslaved to their own appetites and genitals and passions and lusts and desires and whatnot that undermine their own degrees of self-worth, self-respect, self-esteem, worthiness, deservedness as these points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And it is our time to realize the need for the cleansing, the purification, the renewal, the rebirth, to realize that there is a socialization through culture and family and tradition and whatnot that does not serve our greatest good in our now moment as a result of being warred against, as a result of being under siege, as a result of there being ones and ones who have been experimenting with biological and chemical warfare and they turned the food into a weapon and the weapons of mass destructions as the alcohol, the tobacco, the sugar, and all of the things that we feel so happy to indulge ourselves in so that every birthday and every uh, celebration, every 4th of July and all of these other things, you want to feed off the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and all of this. And this is a day-to-day thing, but on these particular days, these hella days and whatnot, y'all just want to go all out and just be gluttonous and pig out on all of this stuff. And I'm saying this is crazy. Absolutely insane. To be in a place and space where we feel that we're entitled to subjugate, dominate, and feed off the usurpation of other beings. And ones and ones would say, well, Adama, you know, your vocabulary is such where, you know, a lot of people can't understand what you're saying. You're just like over people's heads. And I'm saying my listening audience, particularly those who've been listening for a while, are getting it. I know you're getting it. I don't know how you could not be getting it and still be listening. And so the issue is, let's make it real plain. We are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence and our bodies are divinely designed and designed divinely so that they are vehicles and vessels of immortal spirits that have been given the opportunity to come into the realm of materiality, temporality, corporality for the express purpose of self-realization, self-actualization, harmonization with the laws of existence so that we can practice what it is to be rightly aligned in our right use of the faculties that we've been given. And to take responsibility to care enough to be able to respond correctly and directly in any now moment in exalting a full effort to live well, to live. Nothing lives to kill itself. You don't see the squirrels when they're running the wires overhead. You don't see them making a high dive and say, hi, I'm 
contaminated, splashed down on your car and killed themselves. <laughs> you don't see the rats and nothing else killing themselves. But walk down the street, you see you killing yourselves. You're smoking, you're drinking, you're doing all kinds of things. You are literally have allowed yourselves to be permeated and penetrated by those who don't need to be permeating and penetrating you. You understand? That's why you're all screwed up. Because it's been a penetration game. You understand? Now, we're porous. Our bodies are 80% water. Our spirits are like vapor charged on the blood. And that which we are consuming is going to lay foundation for the quality of our blood. And for those who say they find salvation in the blood of Jesus or the blood of Christ, I'm saying, no, that's what we should be creating as a result of our own choices in caring to facilitate our greatest good, caring to facilitate optimum cellular functioning, caring to honor the divinity of our being, caring to be in a place and space where we are attuned to the responsibilities of what it is to be conscious immortals living in the realm of eternity and having the opportunity to literally create heaven on earth where we're dwelling in a perfect peace and a perfect poise and we are creative and dynamic Activating our ingenuity, our talents, our skills, our abilities, glorifying the legacy of the lineages that we represent, bringing forward and invoking the greatness of the ones that we have come through, regardless of whether we know their names or not. And so for us to settle for being somebody's employees for 50 years, to settle for having been licensed, certified, and degreed to be able to participate in a system that perpetuates sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood, as popular and common activity, collective learning and education, and the path of prosperity. We should not be settling for being whores and pimps in a system that has already disqualified itself for being continued in existence as a result of being the perpetuators of death. And we don't have to participate with it. And whether you've been diagnosed and prognosed with the cancer, the diabetes, the AIDS, the sarcoidosis, whatever, 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 I don't care what they call it. I'm going to tell you this. You at this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence. And when you align yourself with the divinity of your being and respect that you function divinely and their perfection is an inherent part of existence. And now you have the opportunity to embrace the truth of your being as divinity in expression and to consciously care to function as such. To be in a place where love, love is your calling card. You're immersed in nothing but the appreciation, the gratitude, the respect and the reverence of what it is to be. To understand the sacredness of life, the sanctity of life. And to be respectful of the right of beings and the right of other races and nations and people to have the rights to their lives. 
and to realize that love is that which is the harmony of the whole, the truths of existence, that we are all these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It is male, female, both, and neither. And we're having practical, everyday experiences where we are embracing the reality that we're male, female, both, and neither. That when it comes down to who and what we are, we are spirit in these bodies. And the condition and the quality of our bloodstream lays foundation for the quality of thought that we're able to think. The quality of our ingenuity, our talents, our skills, abilities. Who are you serving? What are you working towards? What is your gift? Who are you as the gift? And in a now moment where we see the plethora and the pandemic of sickness, illness and disease and the spread of all manners of things that are taking people out. Now you are being held accountable and responsible for making choices on a day to day basis that are truly in your own best interest. Now, the reality that you may be in a circle of people or not who really will support you in making decisions that are truly in your best interest. Because you find it easy to find people who will light your crack pipe and light your cigars and light your black and miles and light your cigarettes and, and serve you the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows and all manners of things that create all manners of sickness, illness and disease within your spirit, within your mind, within your emotions, within your physical body. When you have a people that will support you in your dying, it's a problem. And so we have to come to loving ourselves and loving ourselves enough where it's all right to be selfish enough that you are not going to allow other ones to work towards your demise so that you yourself are getting the support that you need to exalt a full effort and a full life's urge so that your life becomes the gift. And with each and every breath and every beat of your heart, you are completely committed to honoring and glorifying the legacy of the lineages that you represent and creating legacy on behalf of the lineages that you represent so that your name can be uttered and called a hundred years from now. See, the time is passing quickly. And where we have not really understood what childhood was about in terms of learning the virtues of character that are consistent with who we are as the children of an absolute and supreme intelligence that we refer to as God, then those lessons may come hard as we mature or as we have become adulterated, no longer what the Creator intended for itself as our reality. And so in our now moment, taking responsibility to really get clear about what you're living for, what really matters to you, but to spend money on that which undermines your cellular functioning, that which creates sickness, illness, and disease in you is not wise. It's not love. It may be part of the legalities of a capitalistic system that has as its adage 
let the buyer beware the laissez-faire. You understand? And so anything can be put on the market for you because people have the right to capitalize. Capitalize on your stupidity. Capitalize on your ignorance. Capitalize on your miseducation. Capitalize on all the lies that they have been putting forward so that we are not discriminating. We are not discerning. We are not attuned to the absolute truth. We are spinning in theory and opinion. But we weren't told to theorize and be so opinionated. We were told to know the truth and the truth would make us free. And the freedom is not the freedom to be civil. It's not the freedom to be wicked. It's not the freedom to be killing ourselves. The real freedom is our allowing the intelligence of our being to be free to function as intelligence does, always in its own best interest, always in the best interest of the whole, never doing anything to undermine itself. Exalting a full effort, honoring itself as oneself, and consciously and consistently unfolding, exalting, maturing, cultivating, utilizing, transcending, transforming, and transmuting everything towards our greater good. We have leverage in this now moment. And so with all the disease and all the viruses and all of the things that everyone is is dying from and whatnot, then it matters what you're reaching for. And I'm the one to say that we should be cleansing on a daily basis, just like you brush your teeth and you bathe the outside of your body, that bathing the inside of your body, cleaning your bloodstream, you understand, opening up the channels of elimination so the toxins and the Acids and the viruses and the bacteria and whatnot are able to get out of your system and your immune system cannot be compromised. But when you have been fed the aborted fetuses of chickens and hens and quail and ostriches and alligators and fish and all of these things, I'm telling you, this is not food for these bodies. It might be food for something else, but it is not food for human beings directly. We're breatharian first. We have to breathe. It is the breath of life that helps to oxygenate these cells, and they will tell you that cancer cells cannot survive in a well-oxygenated environment, so that when you're feeding off the flesh of dead animals, dead pigs, dead cows, dead chickens, dead fish, dead crab, dead lobster, and all of that, it really is not oxygenating, it's not hydrating, it doesn't add water to your system, it's not mineralizing, there's no real life force that's in it, except for the eggs of the parasite and the worms and organisms that are deeply embedded in the tissues that will come alive after the preservatives wear off and whatnot so that that and they are helping to decompose and decay it so that it can move through your system. Otherwise, it doesn't move through the system. And with all of the bread and the rice and the pasta and the flour products and the cheese and all of that stuff that creates all of this mucus, that creates all of this acidity, that creates all of this absolutely perfect environment for the proliferation of viruses and bacteria and organisms and whatnot, then we have to really know that your greatest defense 
against the coronavirus or any of the other ones is to be cleansing and nourishing yourselves to give up the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, and all manners of these artificially colored, artificially flavored, nutrisweet, aspartame laden, alcohol, tobacco, sugar, and all of this garbage which has created all of this disease. And yes, it may be fun ingesting these things or the vibe that it gives you, whatever, but it is not serving your greater good and it's not facilitating your being able to serve the greater good. And that's what we're here to do. Life is not arbitrary. It's not just whatever the hell you want to do, the way you want to do it and forget anything and anybody that gets in the way of it. That's how some people think, but that's erroneous thought. It's delusion to think that you can issue a global initiative of depopulation and genocide and then not meet a tragic date with fate. That is death. Now, the issue is, is that because we're already in eternity, then how long will you be dead? If you can get out the body as a dead person, then where do you go as a dead person? One who never really embraced the sanctity of life the duty, obligation, and responsibility to exalt a full effort in living to honor that which beats your heart and breathes you, to love it with your whole body, heart, mind, with all of your might. To have loved your neighbors as you love yourself. Everybody is a neighbor because we're all dwelling in the reality of this absolute and supreme intelligence as points of absolute and supreme intelligence. And to be supremely intelligent is quite all right right now, especially in the midst of all of this stupidity, insanity. Degradation, deprivation, starvation, molestation, rape, incarceration, all of that is stuff. <laughs> Demonic nations of, of, of a fallen humanity. Our now time is calling us to rise. Our now time is calling us to care. Our now time is calling us to clear, cleanse, purify, be renewed, rebirth, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified. So that we are serving in the resurrection of us. As a global humanity. It's not just for one people or the other people. It is for all of existence. This is an intelligence issue. It's not a black or white issue. Any, any people. As well as all other beings. Are, and should be concerned about their existence. Even though the dogs and the cats and those and ones. May not have a. Uh, uh, audible conversation with us about their continuation in existence they are not trying to do anything to be killing themselves and when we talk about the divine intelligence or or being the most intelligent beings upon the planet having been given dominion over all other ones and whatnot, that dominion was not to be killing and usurping and bastardizing and creating all manners of harm and stress and degradation and pollution and violation and all of that, that comes as a result of the distortion that was charged upon the blood of those who would prefer to eat the butt and the intestines and the 
feet and the ears and the lips of pigs and have that rotting in your body and then douse yourself with alcohol and tobacco and sugar and then want to be respected as intelligent people. The blood becomes so thick and so filthy that the filth that we see upon the planet is as a result of what's going on inside the people. The degradation of the people is manifesting as the desertification and whatnot that is going on upon the planet. So as we care to exalt a full effort in our living, as we care to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, as we care to be well oxygenated and hydrated and mineralized and alkalized and open up all channels of elimination so that the years of nitrates and nitrites and BHA and BHT and preservatives and all of these things can get out of our bodies as we care to be able to infuse the frequency and the vibration of absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom and absolute truth as reality of our lives and everything will reflect that. And food will grow where we are because Everything is intelligent. And as we are realizing, actualizing, and harmonizing with the will of existence, the love of existence, the laws of existence, to stand in the integrity of our own authenticity as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of it, to be in a direct line of light with our angels, our guides, our guardians, to be under the auspices of our souls. then we can envision and we can see and we can be the living testament and the testimonial of the glory and the power and the fulfillment of the promise of the gift of eternal life and heaven on earth. And when it come time to leave, we left. We did not die here. On behalf of the lineages that we represent, all of those whose names we can call and the infinity of those whose names we will never know. On behalf of those who have gifted us with their ingenuity, their talents, their skills, their abilities, their realizations, their revelations, their epiphanies, their gifts. It is our time to bathe in our gratitude and our thanksgiving to become points and center of absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth. To be fearless, courageous, cleared, cleansed, and purified, and aligned with the absolute and supreme intelligence that is greater than anything and all things that man has created. To the glory of the whole of existence upon the earth and beyond the earth. You're in a now moment of eternity where you're being called to rise, you're being called to clear, you're being called to cleanse, you're being called to care. To give your gifts and to be who you are as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence and to be supremely intelligent, to not be killing at all. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Mm-hmm.